Drowning in the gray cell To dwell in earthly hell A pimp warrior fell Fell, fell, uh, uh, One, two, Sir Lucius L Left foot in the motherfucking Lucius Sir Lucius left foot I just entered songs together mm-hmm. of all time that's easily top five okay it's, it's un, for the people listening that's unhappy by big boy it's part of the speaker box and love below album mm-hmm. with go diamond yeah with diamond, with so diamond. Million, more than i should remember's confession <sighs> tough album yeah tough t- tough two albums because they both were separate and it's like a lot of people slept on the big boy version, on the big boy part though. Yeah, yeah, big boy. Underrated coming out of Atlanta. But the funny thing is, his his uh his single is what just launched it, is what made it what it was. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, anyways, the one with Sleepy Brown, the one with Sleepy Brown. Yeah, that yeah. the came. No, it wasn't Can't Wait. That was off of something else. What was the track? Uh, what how you go? Red for action, nip it in the butt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. I, I can't remember the day. I like the way you move. The way you move. That's go, what it is. That I couldn't remember. It. That, that was it. And then it came. And the hey, yeah, and the roses. Else just kept, yeah. kept coming, but that launched it. So you got to give us props. Yeah, but that song. The title of the song is unhappy. Mm-hmm. And the first verse talks about a, a guy in, in prison and stuff like this, you know, like make sure you t- protect yourself and stuff like that. But then the second verse, it kind of goes into talking about, you know, why did why did my parents act like we didn't have money and said everything was from Santa Claus? And I know they worked hard just to provide for me. And, and you know, they give me these gifts. But now we start the new year off in debt. So to do all this happiness, you ended up being unhappy. Yep. So you have this upbeat tempo. But then the chorus is, you know, might as well have fun because your happiness is done and, you, and your goose is cooked. So, yep. Classic. That's real. That's classic. Real. People going through that right now to this day. You know what? I didn't even do the regular intro. I got to do that too. I, I got to do that too. I got to do that too. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. This is Jay. It's Welly. No nicknames. No nicknames this week. Okay. No nicknames this okay. week. I'm straight to it this week. You see, I already jumped the gun. Yeah, you really did. So, you really did. Actually, actually, this is the first time in a while that I've been prepping for a show. Yeah, that's why I'm going to let you handle it. Like, I wrote, I, you know, I do my topics and everything, but I actually did some extra prep this Man, week. Man, I'm proud of you. <sighs> I'm very, very proud of you. Like I said, don't get comfortable. <laughs> this isn't gonna happen all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna push for it. I just had. Some, I think people I like the shows downtime. when you're when you're more involved. Like they listen to the show when I'm involved, but they're like, uh, we get tired of hearing. That's that because you have information with real facts and historical value. I kind of got like a little side comment here and there. And people like the side comments. They like opinions. Hey, well, you know, everybody has them. Speaking of opinions, mm-hmm. I got to tell you about this cat that I judged last. Was it Thursday? It was, it was it was J Mark's um, birthday dinner at, mm-hmm. at Papa Seafood, mm-hmm. so we get there early. So we post up at the bar chilling. This dude sitting next to me, he asked me about my watch. It's like, oh, is that the Apple Watch? Whatever, yeah, you know, Apple Watch. And then he shows me his Rolex. Yeah, my dad bought this like thirty something years ago. I put the diamonds in. It. You know, start talking about Damn. watches. Mm-hmm. So I, I, he's like, yeah, he paid like thirty grand for it. Then his, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So you know, probably appreciating some value there. You got your nice little timepiece. Then he starts telling me about his life. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this dude—he's from Costa Rica. Time out, time out. You're at Papa's at J. Mark's birthday dinner. Who is this fella? Well, you know J. Mark's never on time. Gotcha, gotcha. That so is, that is true. Nicole told us to be there at six thirty. Reservation wasn't until seven. J. Mark didn't get there till seven forty-five. Yes, because he was getting dressed. Yeah, I understand. And it was a surprise, so he wasn't in no rush because he thought everybody he was gonna see was J. already Mark, at his house. J. Mark doesn't give a fuck. He gives anyways. A fuck. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with this cat, and he's telling me he was in Costa Rica, living in Costa Rica, married. Mm-hmm. He gets his next door neighbor pregnant. Yes. For a full year. He convinces not only his wife, but the next door neighbor's husband that that's their baby. Okay. 
Okay. Until he finally comes clean for some Old reason. reason. Mm-hmm. I don't guilt, know. I, guilt. guilt probably probably mm-hmm. gets to you eventually. Yeah. Divorces comes to comes to Texas. Mm-hmm. Ends up in Houston. Gotcha. Has a used car dealership out on two forty nine. I might get a cat a plug. Wow. He's doing good for himself. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he has he showed me a picture of Maserati in the shop. But you know, I'm just naturally skeptical of people because I think he's just trying to gas me up. But he bought me a drink. I was like, he's he is to... a guy that got his next door neighbor pregnant. Yeah, so like he bought me a drink. He bought Eddie Briscoe a drink. He brought Southside Chris a drink. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> you know, I listen to this. Apparently now he's married again. Cheating on this wife, of course, with a little Colombian chick wow. that he showed me pictures of, which she was attractive. Oh, okay. And then also she was attractive enough to only want him for his money. Ah, gotcha. So how did this young man look? Like a Costa Rican? He looked like a Costa Rican late forties. Hmm. But if you live on that island, you don't have you got a lot of Hakuna Matata going on. Gotcha. So you didn't age that bad. Yeah. Didn't true. age that bad. So all that coconut water. Yeah, he was he was he was he he had like the sun, you know, with the lighter people they get a lot of sun, they skin gotcha. get that, that leathery kinda he yeah. he was going in that direction. And that tropic skin. Yeah, he had that tropic skin. So then he's telling me what this wife had put him out. He's telling me how she's such a good girl. He's telling me how he's living at the the cheap ass hotel or whatever. Right now. Right now. Wow. But he was wait he was at the bar killing time. For the Colombian chick that he's cheating with to get off work so he could go lay next to somebody. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and, and at the same time, his wife is texting him and he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get her back and stuff like this. I'm like, my nigga, you got to stop fucking up. Why does he want her back if he's cheating on her? Exactly. That's what I told him. He kept telling me how she's such a good girl. I was like, if you're not going to be a good man, then just let her go. If you want to be out here in these streets running through women... Then you need to let her go. Especially if you're doing multiple. Like I, I understand niggas fuck up from time to time, but if you're if this is a if this if is you're a serial cheater, then just stop. Yeah, if you're a serial cheater, you just need to let this stuff. And then he's 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 like, oh, that's deep, my friend. That's deep. That was nice. That's my deep. It's simple. You that's asshole. the simplest shit ever. Godly. It's like if you're not gonna be good, let that good woman go. That's not even my words of advice. Like I just gave this to this nigga pro bono because he bought me a drink. Did you give him a card? Oh no! Because he should. He needs to be listening to this. No, so he, he can know that he's a dickhead. No, he needs to get. He needs to get his life together. And this isn't gonna help him. <laughs> oh, yeah, really. Yeah, this true. isn't gonna help him. Yeah, nice. And that thirty-minute um, counseling session that I gave him is. It gonna didn't help, help at all. No, yeah, that's sad. And I, I knew it as, as soon it as he, as soon as he was like, you know, that's it deep. That's deep. He's like, yeah, you selling me just grade A bullshit, ain't yeah. you? Yeah, he got another cocktail. And he got another cocktail. Wow. While he was trying to hit on the waitress. But hey, you do what you want when you pop it. You really do. Especially when you bring that Costa Rican swag to, to Houston, Texas, hey, yeah. and, and don't know too many people know about it. That is, yeah, yeah. People, you and know. then, and then, no offense to any listeners, but young girls were dumb. But I think she's smart because she was getting cash. I'm pretty sure she was getting money out of this cat. But you know, get, she get him. <laughs> they get impressed about you know. Oh, look at these car, pictures of these cars that I got. I'm showing you pictures of cars. Bruh. I'm not showing you the car that I'm driving, but I'm gonna show you these pictures I'm of a, cars. I know I'm an asshole. But that comment is too funny. No offense, what girls are dumb. Young girls are dumb. That is, that's perfect, though. Young dude, girls are dumb. The no offense didn't help. No, no, no. You know, that's what people say. You know, I don't mean to be rude, but they still go ahead and say <laughs> but some they rude shit. Say some rude shit. You know, fuck it, just be rude. No, no offense, but I'm still finna say something offensive. Yeah, it is. In my in my 29 years of life, I've learned that young girls are dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've learned that young guys are dumb, but we're talking about the girls right now. Yeah, we are. We young are. girls are dumb. Yeah. I'm not going to put a definition on what I consider young yeah. because that changes for me month to month because I get older. That is true. That is true. I'm, gain, true. I'm gaining knowledge <laughs> of it and realizing that when I have these conversations with people that are younger than me, I'm, I can drop, okay, you, you're you're going into this dumb category. Yeah. I, see, I, see, I see you slipping down this hill into oh, this dumb category. I'm going to go ahead and follow you over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then. Peace out, Girl Scout. Like, <laughs> you want to go home? Ooh, Kelly Bundy. Boy. It is what it is, though. Man, you had to hear what you got, man. All right, all right, all right. Boom. Sunday was the Grammys, right? Unfortunately. Unfortunately, Sunday was the Grammys. A lot of backlash from the Grammys. And which leads me into my next topic. Yeah, yeah. 
you today for Monday, February 13th goes to the Devil Damn Grammy Voting Committee. You know I don't give a damn about no Grammy Awards. I tell artists all the time, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated, because it seems like award shows like the Grammys just don't always get it right. Now, I'm only talking about one specific moment from last night, and that moment came during the Best Album of the Year category, where Beyonce and Adele were nominated. Now, Adele won Song of the Year and Record of the Year for Hello over Formation. I personally wasn't mad at that because Hello was a better song than Formation to me. And y'all know, I'm a Pinkett Smith Winfrey Knowles Carter, so if I can admit Hello was better than Formation, then Hello was better than Formation. But we're not just talking about individual records, singles, Okay, I just knew that Beyonce was going to win album of the year because when it came to 25 Adele's album and uh, Lemonade Beyonce's album as complete bodies of work, wasn't even close. Okay, not to mention Adele opened up the Grammys and we know Adele is an amazing vocalist. She's very talented. She makes great music. But on that stage, she is unseasoned chicken. Just a big piece of baked chicken with no seasoning on, seasoning on it. Okay, boring. The Tim Duncan, the vocalist. All right. Meanwhile, Beyonce performed at the Grammys last night, and it's crazy how people think she was using special effects and not her own superpowers. When she was leaning back in that chair, that was telekinesis. Okay, all that stuff you saw you thought was holograms. Nope, Beyonce is a telepath, like Professor Xavier, and was simply controlling our minds. Don't you ever in your life disrespect Beyonce's superpowers by calling them special effects, okay? Now, I stayed up until well past 11 on a work night to watch Beyonce win album of the year, and all I got to see was Beyonce get robbed, okay? And the very talented, yet boring performer Adele walked away with album of the year for 25. Now, I don't knock anyone's blessings, especially when it comes to matter of opinion, because that's all the Grammy committee is, a bunch of people casting their opinions. But in this case, they absolutely positively got it wrong. And the Grammy committee should all feel foolish this morning, because even Adele acknowledged during her acceptance speech and the press conference, and it just kind of goes on and goes on and goes on. Yeah, you, of course. You, you've, does. you've heard Charlemagne before. You know he yeah. kind of goes on. Now, I'm going to play both sides of the fence. Go ahead. This. Go ahead. First of all, his comments talking about Adele on stage is a big face thing of baked chicken. Okay, that's rude. That's rude. Yeah, but it is. But we're talking about album of the year, mm-hmm. not performance. Yes. Yeah. It's not It's not a, I don't have a fucking visual. I don't need a visual album. Yeah, this is not about the performance. I'm going to cut you off real quick. Go ahead. Go you know ahead. Why, you know how you put a visual album out? Yeah. Because you have to be able to provide some actual substance with something that is not going to appeal to everybody. So you got a, a Black Power album, and it's a, just like Hillary Clinton's campaign that failed. You have a Black Power album, and you're 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 pretty much marketing to one audience. Yes, there are a bunch of little white girls and and white celebrities out there that listen to Beyonce. But remember, these are the same people that when they listen to Beyonce and they, they you know they feel like they're in the in crowd, they get with their white friends or they get around their black friends. What do they say? Oh, I'm gonna channel my inner Beyonce. If you really, 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 really think about it, if you go back and look at Beyonce's career, it started. It was when it was Destiny's Child and she transitioned over to being a solo artist, which she said she would never do. When she transitioned over to being a solo artist, you had the Austin Powers movie. You had the little movie she was in. Beyonce was a star, but she wasn't a megastar yet. Mm-hmm. She became a megastar once people pretty much started using her as a punchline. Because, her, one, her name was unique. One, another, she was popular enough. But once again, it would be funny when people would be say, say stuff like, I'm a channel my inner Beyonce. Oh, you're not Beyonce. Sasha especially, Fierce. I'm, exactly. I'm Sasha Fierce. And especially when she took on the, the cover girl, when she became a cover girl, at that moment, don't even talk about the whole Jay-Z linking up thing, but at that moment, her her whole persona started to grow just simply because Beyonce, it, it never was about Beyonce's music all the time. It was about who she was. And that's who it continues to be. And I don't see that as a problem. Of course it's not a problem. But the funny thing about it is, you talk about Adele, like Adele's music, everybody can relate to being in love or being heartbroken. So therefore, you can put no color on Adele's music. That's why I keep telling people they fail to realize when it's an art, you, you, you put color on it. or you do Whenever you're doing anything and you put color, race, creed, whatever on it, you lose, you lose followers. Mm-hmm. Because... You, you start excluding people. Exactly. And people don't like to feel excluded. And like once again, the type of white people that listen to Beyonce more than likely are the type of people that will feel like when they're being ghetto or black and bougie, I'm channeling my inner Beyonce. That's nonsense. But to get to my point, Whitney Houston, you know who Whitney Houston is? Mm-hmm. How, how many times do you see Whitney Houston on stage dancing? 
How many times did you see Whitney Houston on stage dancing? You, you, you don't. How many times you saw Marvin Gaye on stage dancing? You don't. How many times you saw you see John Legend or Alicia Keys on stage dancing? You, I'm just saying don't. they don't need to because the, the 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 quality of the music it has a content to it and you, you're good. You don't you don't need a visual for it. But and I'm not saying that her visual was bad or anything. But I'm just saying when you become just an image. And you become animated, you're an entertainer, you have to take that Lady Gaga route. Lady Gaga doesn't have the best vocals, but Lady Gaga is creative as shit. Katy Perry, creative as shit. Bruno Mars is probably one of the the, the few niggas to me that has the vocals and he just chooses to be like Michael Jackson. Yeah. And Michael Jackson didn't have to dance. No, what, no. What the same? Mike Michael stood up. didn't have to dance. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, even what little movement Prince did. Oh, yeah. Prince very didn't have to do that. Little move. He didn't have to do that. And let's not talk about the weekend. Yeah. The weekend moves around the stage like a hood nigga. He don't dance. <laughs> because when you're both. He bops around like a rapper. If you turn the volume off and watch the weekend, you probably think he was he a rapper. He thought he was. Exactly. So my point is people, they need to first of all understand what racism is because there are a lot of people out here that are racist. The simplest way to understand what being racist is is. Thinking that your race is superior. That's the simplest way of putting it. You are racist if you think that your race is superior. And I'm going to pose this question to you. What is it that you think that black people do better than everybody else? Sports and entertainment. I think we cook better than everybody else, too. Yeah, you throw it Personally, in there. Personally, I, I, I think black people have the, the best type of food. But that's taste buds go a long way. So all I'm saying is, when it comes to that, of course we're going to be racist because we think that we're so we feel we're superior in those things it only makes sense and, and for people to not want to accept that they can have racist moments or have prejudice moments it's nonsense to me the whole this whole grammy debacle is all about people's inner racism coming out and not being able to accept the fact that y'all wasn't saying shit when beyonce was at the cmas and she had, no, she had no reason to be there. No. And, and and a lot of artists spoke out against the fact that she came there. They was like, why do we need this pop star at our at our inter, at our award show? What did you call her? Pop star. Pop star. That's what she is. Oh, definitely pop star. Is she? No, I, no. I'm, I'm, really, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm really surprised when, they, they label you, Adele as a pop star because she's not to me. <sighs> she's 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 more. They call her um. They call her blue eyed, blue eyed soul music. That's what they call. Yeah, it's more so. Yeah, that's I would, definitely soul. I definitely. I mean, Amy Winehouse is one of my favorite artists of all time, and I definitely would put Amy Winehouse in a category with Adele or Lauryn Hill or Sade before I would put Beyonce in it. Oh, Sade, oh, 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 oh. Talk about somebody can just sit there and blow. Man, come on now. And not man. have to move. It's, come on, Charlamagne's speaking nonsense. My, my my take on it is, how often do you turn that dial? from urban recordings, urban radio stations, to know, like, how often do you listen to Top I heard, 40? I was shocked people talk about they don't hear those singles. I hear those singles to this day. If well, you go to the gym, I hear Adele in the gym. You go to the gym. They play if Top you, 40 all you, the time. If you just drive around in your car and all you listen to is uh, hip-hop and R&B, no. then that's all you're going to hear. Beyonce had five singles from um, Lemonade. Adele had four from 25. I only listen. I've only heard "Hello." You know why I only heard "Hello"? Yeah. "Hello" was a crossover chi- uh, crossover Try, yeah. um, hit, and I listened to sports talk radio. Crossover hit I, meaning what? When so when you was on a hip hop and R and B station, they was playing Adele. They were playing Adele. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder if you went on to that that blue eyed soul station that they was playing Formation. Now see, I've I've gotten a, I've gotten a lot of we've we I say I but we've technically got a lot of feedback that we hate on Beyonce a lot. I'm not hating on Beyonce. Beyonce, you get your money, you get your awards, but I'm here to speak my opinion. If you hate on somebody, that means that you give them no credit. I listen to Beyonce. When I Beyonce's in my work in my workout rotation. You know what I'm saying? Because she has music that gets me going. Yeah. But when it's all said and done across the board, all her music is not something I want to listen to every day. I don't listen to The Weeknd every day. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to Adele every day. But if I'm in my calmest moment and I'm just chilling and I'm really sitting there listening to Beyonce, her music is not for me. Her music is for for gays and black women. That's how I feel about her music. Yeah. More, more, more than likely, your regular hood nigga is not jamming Beyonce. You're, now you're now you're your metrosexual homosexual black guy. He might be jamming Beyonce. Your black female definitely jamming Beyonce. But why do I need? See, that's the big difference between black men and black women. See, 
it's cool for black women to to be jamming future, to jam zero, to jam, you know what I'm saying, Jada Kiss, whatever, and then, you know, they have the R and B. But it isn't really cool for us to listen to certain R and B artists, and I kind of feel like Beyonce is one of them. We we can re- recognize that Beyonce is a great artist, but at the end of the day, I could be objective towards Beyonce because I see her work for what she is. She her music as of late, because one of my favorite albums, I want to say, was it um? It was the one that was B Day. That's one of my favorite albums. Mm-hmm. Like if I was to sit there, and have I thought a top, the, I thought the Beyonce album was. Yeah, it was cool, yeah. If she I was had to have the, a top she had the track like EXO on there, I was like, oh yeah, this Doug, Beyonce jam. has Beyonce has, in my opinion, in the past, has had very great music. But personally to me, her limited success as far as getting awards may be due to the fact that she's taken the approach of trying to be more like her sister. And her sister can afford to do that because her sister is not a global success like she was. I think in the end of the day, she she's kind of hurting herself. I would never I'm one, I'm not a hater. I'm a realist, you know. Like, yeah. like I, I'm gonna speak facts, and, and the facts are she lost the other day because more than likely, in this in this time period, the people that do have control. Oh, you was about to say something about the Grammy. I'm, I'm not gonna spoil that. Oh, yeah, Grammy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about it is, I seen Paul Wall tweet this out. It's like you don't like how this how how the award things go out. Did you did you join the the Grammy nomination voting process, whatever it's officially called, and did you vote? And I was like, okay, I didn't know. At first, I thought, okay, this is just open to the public, like, you know, anybody. So I did some research. If you've released any music in the past five years and sold it, mm-hmm. you can pay a hundred bucks and be on the Grammy committee for yes. a year. Mm-hmm. If you're a student between the ages of eighteen and twenty-five and you're studying to be in the music industry and have 50 bucks to pay. I'm pretty sure they know that too. You can vote. Mm-hmm. So how many people actually know this information and are using it compared to, oh, well, you know, Beyonce was robbed. Beyonce was robbed. Okay, everybody can sit here and have their opinions on it. Perspective. Music is music is taste and opinion, but that's why I, that's why I bring up Whitney Houston, Marvin Gaye, and them because your average black person is so quick to ride their penis, ride their clit. Because <laughs> that's what it's, you call. I look at it like this: you call you label somebody a hater, then that means you're on the other side of it, which makes you a dick rider. That's all I'm saying. There's no middle. There's no middle. There's no neutral. I, I don't. If, if you're if you're labeling somebody a hater, then you must be on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I'm just like, hey, if I'm not a fan of something, I'm not a fan of something. I don't get mad at people for saying they don't like Eminem. You don't gotta like Eminem. I don't. You. I don't get mad at people for saying they don't like Lupe. It's taste. Yeah. Everybody has a taste, and if 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 you're listening to music that you, that doesn't you don't feel it in your soul, it doesn't make you feel good. You don't really like it, then why are you listening to it? That's that's, that's kind of like um we we had the debate on on, on Instagram. Shout out to um because I'm cooler than you. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I like had, the fact that he was able to you know deal with this and not like get angry. Like, yeah like like we like I like I told him like boom I respect your opinion. You yeah. know you say the life of Pablo was way better than Coloring Book and Views was way better than Coloring Book. I disagree. I, I and disagree. and and it's simply because where I'm at in my life, Coloring Book, I can relate to Coloring Book way more than I can relate to Views. And marginally to Life of Pablo. I still put Coloring Book above Life of Pablo. I'm going to listen to Life of Pablo this weekend. I still put Coloring Book above it because it was new and refreshing. What did what did Views bring to the table that was new and refreshing? Views didn't bring any. I think, it's like, I think it's like three or four tracks off Views that, that, are, that really go to me. And like even Drake fans are telling me, oh, well, you know, this is what I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting this. I was expecting more. So like, you know, it's a. Drake has peaked. Possibly. Drake peaked. Possibly. Unless he just drops a rap album. Because nobody's expecting he's that He's a culture now. vulture, though. Yeah. If he drops a rap album, he's just going to steal somebody's style, whoever's relevant. Probably Migos. I mean, it kind of... I, I let y'all slide with what y'all said the other day about it's hard to listen to Big Sean because he sounds like Drake. Let no, me, no, no. Let me correct no, y'all. No, 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 Big, Big Sean started Big that. Sean started Nicki that. Minaj and Drake stole it. Yeah. So everybody just automatically thought it was Drake. I'm like, hold on now. 
Big Sean started that shit. And you you give you give Drake the credit because he's, he's, he popularized he's it. Exactly. Drake stills that, that Drake stills low. I'm, I'm not even gonna say it's low. He's still music that's catching, like rhythms and stuff that's catching, and then he just throws it out there to the masses because he's bigger. He's still Migos style, bro. Because like, he's bigger on that Versace, that Versace, like like that the whole that's Migos. We just didn't know that because Atlanta music they 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 hadn't popped yet. But that was in Atlanta. So what he did, he went over there as a little culture vulture and he stole their shit and he put it out there for the masses. We just now bad and bougies on on a. Uh, which is top forty now because of you know childish Gambino or whatever, and but but not only that it's because it it, it deserves to be recognized because it had been being robbed for so long. Yeah. So many people have been robbing the Migos style for so long, and they getting they just dues. There's no reason for the Migos to be where they are now with with Bad and Bougie. They should have been there with the uh, with the Sachi song. That Big Sean album is solid. Oh yeah, it's very solid. solid. It's very solid. Man. It's not too hype. It's not too mellow. No, it's it's a good album. It's. So- my music recommendation for the week is the Big Sean album. Yeah, I think, yeah, across the board, I can recommend. Like, I can't recommend a Lupe because Lupe is, is being an asshole on that album. I love the album, but he's being an asshole on that album. He's basically the, re- the reason he named it that, Drogas, mm-hmm. which is drugs, but he's don't ruin as God said. But he named it that basically saying he could rap any style. Like, he's going, he's on there, he can rap any style. And he's mostly rapping trap, trap style. But it's funny because he's being an asshole about it because although he's rapping like Migos, the mm-hmm. content is way different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he's just being an asshole. But like, I can take the rhythm and I can I can still give you knowledge. substance. Yes. So that's no excuse. That's basically and that's what I'm saying. and that's why I like coloring book because Chance like I can give you a rap album, but here are some embedded gospel tracks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like, which is which is which is Chicago. Yeah. The thing about it is Chicago been doing it. I mean Jesus walks. Come on. Yeah. If you ever if you ever just bored enough to go back to and listen to um some John Legend older stuff. You know, with he he's from Ohio, but it's Kanye production. Kanye, no idea. His production has always been having that type of gospel sound to it. Mm-hmm. If you ever go back and listen to Consequences album, uh, Don't Quit Your Day Job, it's it has that gospel sound. Um, Ordinary people has had that heavy gospel. Exactly. Sound. So it's nothing that Chance is doing that is new, but it's it's refreshing because it's the bulk of his music. Mm-hmm. It's the bulk of his music, and he's successful with it. And also, they ain't sold the song. Ain't sold nothing, and they, and, and and the Grammys. What I get, and the people hate the Grammys, but one thing I give the Grammys prop for props for is they they shit like on artists that the mainstream doesn't recognize. They did that with Esperanza Spalding, and they did that with Beck, and they and they continue. And Beck has been around for a while. Come on, and I didn't know shit about Beck until the Grammys. So the Grammys, it, it really does like. Let me go. This was this was that hot. Yeah, let me go check it out. Which the Oscars does that too. Like the Oscars will make you make you go watch a movie that you're like, hold on. The Oscars, oh shit, they they recognize that movie. Let me, let me check it out. You know, that's what award shows are really supposed to. They can't always go with what the masses are saying. And a, and a side note, people say there's been so many black artists that have not received Grammys. There's been so many artists, period, who have not. Of course not. Grammys. Of course not. David Bowie got his first Grammy this year. David Bowie died last year. Damn. He's got his first this year. Is 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 controversial. But as successful as Fifty Cent was, he went a long time before he got his first Grammy. I can't even remember when he. I, I I think he got his first Grammy and it was Todd or Eminem song he did. Yeah. But he went. I feel like if you really want to sit there and look at record sales and look at how um, impactful an artist was for his time, Fifty didn't get it recognized for shit with Get Rich or Die Trying. There was nowhere you went to on this planet where you didn't hear in the club. Nowhere. And I don't think he got. A, I don't think he got a Grammy for that song. May have got a Billboard Music Award, but not a Grammy. Like like. Meek Mill should have got a Grammy for the intro. Real talk. Like real talk. That was that was the hottest thing for damn near yeah, two years. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. And you turn it on right now, it's still gonna ring out. But the thing is, like I said, man, the Grammys tend to recognize things that kind of you might have missed a little bit. Sometimes it's right in your face, but when it's like a, a pivotal award, to me, it's like, come on now, like, don't don't act like niggas wasn't excited when um. That uh, three six mafia and Taraji P song got that got that got, Oscar. Come on, man. Yeah. I was like they recognized that shit. Like, and they and what happened when they did that? White people t- tuned in and started watching. What's the name of that movie? Uh, Hustle and Flow. Hustle and Flow. You know, white people. Oh shit, let me go check that out. And people, white people, they they, they enjoyed it. You know, it, that's the point of award shows sometimes. And I feel like the Grammy does that well. So, and once again, when the Grammys first started, it wasn't even for us. Like, 
the Grammys is not for us. The BET Awards, the NCAA whatever awards are for us. The Soul Train Awards are for us. But guess what? The CMT Awards are for us. Guess who's not there? We don't even show up to those. We don't even show up. But we quit to show up to the Oscars and Grammys. Oh, we get dressed up for the Grammys. We live in a community where if Lil Lil Didi from the hood, you see him on Instagram and he on a picture with Justin Bieber, the first thing niggas going to say on his pictures, oh, nigga, you made it. But if he was on that bitch with well, with fucking Cameron or something, he ain't make it. That's just Cameron. That's just Cam. But that's Justin Bieber. Oh, that's Justin Timberlake. Oh, nigga, you made it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's psychological warfare, bro. Like these motherfuckers is brainwashed. They don't even know it. I've been saying that shit for years. I just sit back and laugh. I'm like, done. I'm done with the hype. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. With the hype. But the Grammys is what it is. I, I was very happy. The my the my happiest moment besides Chance was Solange. I was I was happy she won. I didn't care about nothing else. Cause that song is that song is dope as hell. I think the Prince tribute was was pretty nice. Oh yeah, Bruno, I, I Bruno did, did a good job. He did. Yeah, I'm gonna go back, go back and watch that. I only saw the Beyonce performance. I only watched for the performances. I really could care less. I had to go back but... and watch these things. So yeah, but I'll check that out. I'll check that out. And 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 everything gets overshadowed by by what? By one performance by a pop star, which is literally what she she's pop. She is iconic for her time as far as her image goes. It's like. Oh, Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not really like, it's a difference. This is, this is what I, this, I was having this debate with my, my homegirl. And I, this is what I told her. I was like, Beyonce is the Jordan of her era. Definitely. But if you start to put her against the greats, Mariah was a Jordan of her era. Definitely. Um, Celine Dion was a Jordan Madonna, of her era. Madonna, Madonna was, was so yeah, she's the best out right now because the competition isn't on her level. <sighs> Man, I mean, I feel like I feel like once again, if people was cutthroat and people and, and people are more competitive, people soft right now. But if you really want to go at it, her and Rihanna are neck and neck. Her and Rihanna are neck and neck. But it's Beyonce, so nobody will ever want to accept that. Who that who they yelling for to do the Super Bowl next year? Wait. Rihanna. Who, who this is why? Because Beyonce has Crafted into the American dream now. Exactly. She's uber successful and she has the family. Mm-hmm. Rihanna's out here. She's smoking weed. She's that's the American she, dream too for for a millennial. For a millennial, yes. But she's she, you know she's out there dating. She's still finding carefree, herself. Carefree, carefree. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like Rihanna is our Taylor Swift. That's, that's big, man. I, I think I, I think she's that big. She's I mean, our Taylor. Swift. I guess it's like Prince and Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We know who Michael Jackson is. We know who Prince is. But I can even say that, once again, man, Rihanna, she hit she hit after hit on the radio. And I don't even like Rihanna like that. Mm-hmm. But she hit after hit on the radio. Yeah. Got to give her her props. I don't think she can sing that well. And she don't write her own music. That shit bothers me. For, for me, as a, as a nigga that used to fuck with that shit, when I see artists have 50 different composers on one album, that shit bothers me. I don't, I don't really respect a lot of artists that do that. But hey, it is what it is. This, this is what I think when you start measuring greatness. You take Beyonce and you put her against the greats, not just of her time, but all time, mm-hmm. and see where she stacks up. Like, you, you measure Jordan and LeBron's greatness. Don't compare LeBron to Jordan. Compare LeBron to Jordan. Compare him to Bill Russell. Compare him to Wilt. Compare him to Kareem. Hell, even compare Jordan to those people because you and you're going to argue all day about selling if you tell me Jordan's better than Bill Russell. Hate, We're gonna argue all day about this. I hate this. sports hypotheticals because the, the the technology, the medicine, the type of training that was out during that time way different. I feel like if Bill Russell, if Will Chamberlain was alive right now and he was thirty AIDS. years old, yeah, he would. <laughs> he, he was thirty years old and he got to train like LeBron did. Got to got he had the food like LeBron did. Come on, bro. Uh, what, what, what that fifty and twenty five? He's averaging seventy five and exactly. seventy five and forty. You got somebody that's doing that pretty man. People, the legends that did it in the sixties and seventies, they were all natural, and they were. Doctor J was flying high and playing the chucks. In ch- do you know how dangerous playing the chucks is? I tried <laughs> Bro, that you know before. how dangerous walking the chucks come on, is. Man, I wrote, shit, I rolled my ankle last night. It's a fucking Penny Hardaway. <laughs> so come on, man, these niggas are playing the chucks. I'm, you know, the hypotheticals. You, you, I feel like music is music. Once yeah. again, if it touches your soul, it touches your soul. Personally, and you've got to understand that you know music is gonna touch me and and you in in different ways. Exactly. Anyway, I, I think people can sit here. See, I got a good memory, man. Like when Blue Ivy was conceived, I remember vividly people talking about she was cloned and she, she wasn't carrying the baby. See, see, all this other stuff. You see stuff. what I mean? You see what I mean? And, and see, it all for some reason it just all started working because it was just like you. There was no Bayhive then. 
No. The Bayhive came a little after that. See, once the Bayhive came and once social media got how it got, it's like, damn, you can't speak any negativity against Beyonce. But me yeah. personally, I ain't famous, so I don't give a fuck. And it's it's politics. You know what I'm saying? Like to to be on Beyonce's side gets you what? It gets you more notoriety. You think Adele genuinely feels Beyonce deserved that over her? Let's just be honest. As an artist, well, as an artist, maybe 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 Beyonce's album touched. Adele in a different way because my music, listening to my music, I probably wouldn't even go through my whole album if I wrote an album because I know I know what it sounds like. But I, I know I know what. But if I, I listen to somebody else's music, like I, oh yeah, this Lemonade album was super dope. I mean, mine was mine was cool because I made it. You know, I ain't gonna say bad on my album. Of course not. But and if I get an award for my album, I'm damn sure not gonna turn it down. Exactly. This is my work. Yeah. But while you're accepting your award, <laughs> yeah, you can break yeah. it in half all you want. You still got the award. I still won. Exactly. My, in, the, in the history books, it goes down as when you put. Put your work in as any as an artist, as a basketball player, as anything, as a as you're training in the gym, trying to make it to the next level. You recognize greatness on the side of you, but you still think you're the greatest. Absolutely. Ali proved that already. Like I'm not finna I mean, come on, man. I don't buy that humble shit. People act humble all the time. They don't be humble. No. I don't believe Adele. Adele that's why I, that's why I just flex on motherfuckers. Adele is in her British pub getting fucked up. Cursing like a sailor. Like, hey, that's why I love Adele. Adele gonna curse. She naked and she like, I got this award. I, I don't give a fuck what they saying over there in America. I got this award. I want it. We turned up drinks on me. But I gotta I gotta show my respects to Beyonce because she's the quote unquote queen. That's all it is, man. That's all it is. You don't you won't you don't walk into a place and step on Jordan's shoes and don't say excuse me. You don't. But anyways, man, enough of that. What what you got, man? What you got? I got a question for you. What up? All right. You tell your son to wash the dishes before you get home. Yeah. If you come home, he's cleaning the living room, he's cleaning the bedroom, he's cleaning the bathroom, he's mobbed, he's swept, he's even done the windows, but he does, hasn't done the dishes. How do you feel? I mean, that's not even hypothetical. <laughs> He's done that before, <laughs> and I, I feel good, but I still get on his ass. I'm like, "Hey, man, you forgot to wash dishes." Why do people do what they think you want versus what you actually ask them to do? Uh, I, well, you you talk about a 12 year old. My son, he's he's 12. So uh, his, I, I think I think this is, is this is a lifelong thing. Whether you're 12, 21, 31. I, with him, it's lack of focus though. Like it's 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 a lack of focus and trying to get like, it over. He told me to do something. Yeah, exactly. Or so I, he's like, I, I, and more than likely, when I'm when I'm texting him that he's probably on the phone with one of his friends or whatever. He's like, let me hear him clean the house up. That's all he got in his head. <laughs> Dad clean gonna be here at five thirty. It's five That's o'clock. It. <laughs> so he, it, it, it's the lack of focus and not really just being there. So I, I say something to him, but then like he's like, oh my god, I'm like, no, I got it. I got it. I do that to him all the time. So it'd be like, yeah, it, 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 I don't make a big deal out of it, but I, I honestly think people do that because of lack of focus and the, the part of them really doesn't want to do it anyway. I think people do it because they think they know what's better. Yeah, yeah, true. Like if I ask you to do something, it's because I feel it's in my best interest. Yeah. And if you decide to do something else, cool, you might be right. But if you're wrong, it just makes me feel that much more frustrated. Hmm. Like I told, I asked you to do this specifically, and now look at the situation that we're situation that we're in because you didn't specifically do what I asked you to do. You went out of your way to do something different. That's silly. I, I find it to be very silly. That is, that's like silly. I learned a long time ago: if somebody tells you to do something, you do it, and if it goes wrong, that's not your fault. You're following instructions. This is what you told me to do. I did it. You didn't ask for my opinion. You didn't ask for my two cents. You didn't ask for me to, you know, figure this out. You just simply asked me to do this. And I simply did it and it went wrong. That's on you. That's not on me. You'd be mad at yourself, but you can't be mad at me. <laughs> that's, that's true. That, that must have really frustrated you. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I had a very eventful week. Okay. I had okay. a very eventful week. Yeah, I think I think I think the the, the best way to to solve that problem is to uh, with some with a situation like that, you just gotta kind of be repetitive. Makes you know, you gotta know who you're dealing with. 
that, I think, I, I think, I think that's that. like I expect my son to do that now. So it's like uh, I don't, I don't. Know. <laughs> you set yourself up for failure. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know. So uh, I, I think it just comes to a situation where that's why people don't ask for help a lot. It's like uh, I don't, I, I, really I don't. You know, I asked you to do this. You, I gave you an opportunity. You didn't do it. Mm-hmm. All right, then I'm just gonna take care of it for myself. From there now are definitely on things I will not I ask can't my count son on you. Yeah, there's been plenty of stuff I've asked Eddie Briscoe to do, and he's never done it to the point where I just like don't even ask him anymore. I don't even ask him. Yeah. Damn, I, I, I forgot. Can, I can imagine that. I, I forgot. Like, how in the hell do you forget all of this stuff? Not really wanting to do it. That's, that's what it boils down to. Not really wanting to do it. I don't care. I got a question for you. What's up? Um, they say one of the... Uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know if I was talking to you and this just came to my head or I was reading something, but uh, I guess it was a dating question. And it was somebody that was like, you know, one of the first things that you ask somebody... You know, on the first date, is they say, "How will you evolve me?" Like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I remember. Oh, okay, okay. You be telling me to remember stuff, so I'm just trying to be. I'm trying to be a wingman. So. I, I, I see that. I see that. How will you evolve me? How will you evolve me? Huh. I, when I heard that question, I was like, "That's a that's a brutal ass question." That's a, that's a straight to the point question because right. it's it's because when you're dating somebody, you're not dating somebody to have somebody to hang out with, unless you just have no friends. I really feel like nowadays, man, people don't be wanting to admit it, but they just be bored and they don't be wanting to be alone. I can, I, I, I definitely agree with that. But people who really date with a purpose, and we say that, and we had this the conversation last week, or maybe it was it was all fair where we talked about, um, you know, what purpose does what a man really serve to a financially stable woman, mm-hmm. and it's kind of only a physical purpose. For the most part, for Every, the most everything part. else is societally driven. Like you know, wanting the baby, wanting the wanting this, wanting that, and th- that's the only reason a man's there. Though, like you want you want that person to to lay in the bed with. That's mm-hmm. physical. You want that baby. Well, you need his physical penis to enter you to to make that happen. Um, that's societally driven because at the end of the day, Oprah ain't tripping. No. And see, I look, I look at it like if if a girl sat sat me down and said, you know, how are you gonna evolve me? How are you gonna make me better? I say, well, I'm I'm trying. I'm right now. I'm trying to eat eat healthier. I'm trying to get, be more in shape. That can physically evolve you. I'm trying to be more spiritually in tune with myself. I'm trying mm-hmm. to you know be less materialistic. Mm-hmm. And if I tell her all these things and she's like, oh yeah, that's not what I'm about. Then this is what I'm going for. <laughs> but if 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 a girl sits a man down and you you know she's like you know you know I, this is how I'm gonna evolve you you know I see right now that you live off fast food or that you're you're poor you have poor spending habits mm-hmm. you know this is what I'm bringing the, uh, more I'm still gonna fuck your brains out I'll try but you know I'm bringing more to the table than just ass you know I'm gonna help you be financially better I'm gonna help you. You know, patch up relationships that you have torn down with your family, mm-hmm. like stuff that's actually going to bring value to your life. Dang, I wish I could sit here and, and say if, those things. And if you can sit, and like you said, that's brutal. Like on a first date, I'm telling you how I'm going to. But shit, we ain't got time for time wasters, bro. That is true, but that's the thing. Like if you ask me that question, I'm be like, hey man, you know, you you've caught me at a time where I'm not trying to to um to change anybody. That you know, you you twenty nine. I'm trying to work on me. Twenty nine, thirty years old. You know, you can you can either you can either fuck with me or not. Like I'm not here trying to 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 be your 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 your, your Superman trying to take you to some other level because I kind of feel like at a certain point in your life, you know, you know where you want to be. So if, if you you you're asking me how am I going to evolve you? I mean, what are you doing to evolve yourself? Like straight up, you know. So I mean, yeah, and you know what I'm, you got right now? What a real ass conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not asking. What's your favorite color? That shit. I've been over that shit. You like you like Beyonce. <laughs> you like. <laughs> I'm not asking those questions. You, I'm you, having a real hey, ass conversation you, right listen, now. You, as soon as you say, yeah, yeah, I'm a big Beyonce fan. All right, this date is over. It's over. It's over. Yeah. Why? I'm not fucking with you. Especially if she's like genuine diehard fan. I ain't fucking. Aren't you? But I mean, you have your diehard nah, fandom. You don't? No. Nah, not to the point where it's going to bother somebody else. See? Not, not, with, not obsessing over another being. See, I, like, I, I like music. I like movies. But I'm not accept, obsessing over artists and, and actors. No. I, I can see what you mean. Yeah. Like, I have my diehard fandom. Mm-hmm. But if Jay-Z drops a, a weak verse, 
I'm gonna let you know it's weak. Yeah, yeah, Eminem ate Jay Z on, on on Renegade. Yeah, Kanye ate him on Run This Town. I still don't think Nas. I still don't think Ether was better. And I'll go to my grave not thinking that. Yeah. But that's an opinion. Mm-hmm. So let me let me explain myself. If you're a diehard Beyonce fan, you're a diehard Michael Jackson fan, you're a diehard fan of somebody that's at the top, at the top of their profession. That's boring to me. Yeah, it's it's boring to me. It, it it's almost like. Being a Warriors fan. Exactly. You would have said Warriors fan because you know you're a Cleveland fan. I'm going to get on your ass. But I'm, you're no, also no, no, a no. I'm, I'm not a you Cleveland a fan. You're I'm a not a Cleveland fan. fan. I'm a LeBron which is, which, fan. You got a Rockets jersey on, a James Harden jersey on right now. I mean, a shirt on. Yeah. So I, I, I I'm, I'm not you. a Cleveland fan. Like, I'm, I'm a Rockets fan. I'm a LeBron I fan. I don't hate Beyonce fans, but to me that's boring because I want somebody that's going to introduce me to something new. I love when females are onto some other type of music. Like I, that's why I really I enjoy hipster females because... They'll put me on to somebody like Chance. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure. I I think a female put me on a Nipsey Hussle. You know what I'm saying? Like, put me on to something different. A Nipsey Hussle? Yeah, she will. (laughs) But that's exactly. But if I tell you the chick listen to Beyonce, what what comes to mind? Uh, She, you know, she normal. Like, that's, that's boring to me. Normal's boring. Basically. Everybody knows that. No, no, no knocking Beyonce. I'm just saying. That's all. That's that's, that's your favorite? For real? Like, why? Like, seriously? They say that's all you. I, I mean, but but damn, like LeBron's my favorite. Yeah, but like I said, you got a James Harden jersey on right now. Because so. I'm a Rockets fan. Exactly. And so I, that's like, what I said. Okay, we not we all know I'm a Cowboys fan. So, Cowboys so, been at the bottom for a long time, bro. And I've since still I, been since there. I've really been in the, in the football Cowboys. And I've still been there. So yeah, so count. if they ever get to the top. You know, do I need to change my family? No, I'm just saying, but but you gotta, I got I got the history to prove that I've been through exactly the, been through the with dirt. me with me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because if you come into me and you're like, oh, you know, Beyonce this, Beyonce that, I've dealt with that before. If, yeah, if you come up to me, you tell me Beyonce this, Beyonce this, and then you can't that tell me any, and you can't tell me anything about Destiny's Child. Come on now, like like you can't tell me what their first single. Was. That's like me saying, oh yeah, I'm a big Jay Z fan, I'm a big Jay Z fan. No, but you what can't is, recognize what is, what is Nas or Eminem's greatness. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, yeah. You, what is reasonable? Doubt? And I, that's what I'm saying. I've come across a lot of Beyonce fans that don't recognize anybody else's greatness, but Beyonce's. That's why. Oh, but like and, like those people say, oh yeah, they cool, but they not such and such. Exactly. That's why. And a lot of diehard Michael Jackson, diehard LeBron. You know, they don't recognize anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I can see. I see what you mean. That, that, that just bores me. I'm just like, you like Beyonce? Oh. Alicia Keys cool too. Nah, 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 she, nah. Well, put me on some Nipsey. <laughs> put, me, put me on some put, put me on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't. It, it wouldn't bother me if something else came with it. But I know the type. That to, for me, I've dealt with that type before. So I'm just like, ah, it's, it's, we ain't got nothing to talk about here. It's gonna be boring. And I, I have, I have the experience to prove it. So it's not just a knock. It's just, you know, it is what it is. But uh. Like I said, you said you like the Sasha Fierce album? Uh, no, 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 no. I don't even remember the Sasha Fierce album. I'm not going to lie to you. But I know when people say, let me channel my inner Sasha Fierce. Like when, when you were talking about people said channeling their inner Beyonce. Yeah. Let me channel my alter ego of, of Sasha Fierce. I, I, I'm, I'm bringing it up to, to say, like, you had me laughing the other week when you were talking about people on social media. And, like, you were just like, uh... I think you said the chick is like a whole different person. Like she literally believes that. she... I look at it like it's a catfish. I don't know why. I just look at it, it like it's catfish. to me. It is a catfish because I yeah. mean, you have you act like this completely different person. I'm not going to tell you um, her profession because they throw dollars at her, and I don't want people to get that misconstrued and think that. Wow. But anyways, so that that's basically your two different people. That's, but I think in society as a whole. It's starting to become that way due to the fact that people, put it like this, for all the people out there that think being socially awkward is cool, stop it. Because being socially awkward to me is not cool. Like, people have their moments of being socially awkward, but like, I think that people think that being socially awkward is cool. That that way, when you see them in person, they're awkward. It's like, uh, it's kind of it's kind of strange you're acting like that because on social media, you seem like this very flamboyant you know, boisterous person, and I'm like, what's up with that? And I really think that social media technology is is, is per, per, purposely splitting people's personality because people want to be something else so bad. That's what I. Th- <laughs> that's that's what I told. That's what I told my younger sister. That's what I told myself when I went to college. Like, you can be anybody you want to be now. Yeah. Like you can totally reinvent yourself. That's now. what they te- that's what they're telling the younger generation. Like, even on that, like, I don't like the whole. 
like when I really look at generations as a whole, I'm looking at this generation as what it is. Like I don't care if you're 22, 26, 29, 32 right now, because I've met some grown ass women and some younger women that all act the same to me. And I'm like, where are the millennials at? Like, you label these people millennials. And at the end of the day, I mean, what does this generation label really mean? I really think that this time period right now, everybody, man and woman, is affected by the fact that technology has overrun our lives and people just don't know how to act no more. Nope. So everybody walking around right now is a millennial to me because I look at it like this, man. I grew up on Thundercats, He-Man. I, I saw new episodes of The Reading Rainbow. Uh, I was able to vote the second time, you know, Bush got in the office. I'm like, a lot of people that claim to be millennials, they couldn't, they don't know those things. They, the only time they saw a different world was when it was on Netflix. So it's like, <laughs> come on, man, this age gap is, 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 is weird to me. Like, how does this work? So I don't look at it no more like Generation X, Generation Y. We're, technically, we're all millennials right now. We're all, we're all whatever, whatever you want to call this generation. And I think right now this generation is breeding people that, have split personalities due to the fact that they have so much they want to do in life, but they know reality. There are things that they're not going to be able to do. Like I told, like I told my son the other day. So you're living in this fantasy world online. Exactly. Like I told. When like, when I consistently tell people that the internet is real. The internet is very real. Like, like <laughs> you, you you get pulled up on for some shit you post on the internet. Exactly. Exactly. But because but but just because I'm the monster on internet. Don't get fucked up. I'm still Jay Brooks in real life. Pretty much. And people need to understand that. That's why, that's why for me, it's so easy for me not to give so much of my life away on, on on the internet because I realize that it is real. But so many people out there don't understand that. And that's why I told somebody the other day that shit is not always going to get better. Like I had to, I told my I told my son that. I told, you know, things ain't always going to get better. What's going to happen is you'll get better. Yeah. And you'll adjust the situations. But at the same time, Shit doesn't always get better. That's not reality. You know what I'm saying? Like I posted, like I posted today. Every day, one person's gonna forget about you. <laughs> like it, that's life. Like you don't make an impact on everybody's life like that. No, you just and, don't walk in and touch and, these lives. And I got a lot of messages from people saying like, "Damn, that's kind of fucked up. That's that's kind of depressing." Reality is depressing sometimes. <laughs> there is nobody walking around right now that is happy twenty four seven unless they're Flanders. If Flanders isn't real, I'm just, I was gonna say, I was like, where does that come from? Because <laughs> when I think of happiness and just being naive and ridiculous, Ned Flanders is he's the, the epitome of it. He's the epitome of it, bro. He should he should have killed Homer a long time ago. <laughs> just it just did that bid. Straight that up, bid. straight up. How much time we got, man? We got all the time in the world. We really did. I was listening to some podcasts this week. That's like an hour and forty three minutes. I'm just like, man. See how y'all be doing these long ass podcasts. I feel like that's because they really like each other. Yeah, we 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 just kind of came together. To yeah, purpose. that is true. Yeah, bounce out. It's easy to bounce ideas off me because I don't. I don't. Your existence is futile to me. I'm like a wall. <laughs> you can bounce. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. What else you got on that paper, man? You got a lot of stuff on there. Oh, um. Actually, I ain't got a lot. I've covered most of it. But really? One more. One more. I got one Let more. Let me cut you off real quick. Okay, go ahead. I got a movie recommendation. Okay, talk to me. Founder. Oh, the McDonald's joint? A lot of people slept on that movie. It's a decent movie. Mm-hmm. And I watched it. It's funny because I watched the movie because I was, was supposed to. McDonald's? Nah, man. Oh. Nah, man. When was the last time you ate McDonald's? Sometime in 2017 when I was getting on sausage biscuits. In the oh, morning. okay. So so within the last two months, basically. Month and a half. Probably six. You said 2017. 16, my bad. Oh, okay. Kind of drunk. Kind of drunk right now. Okay, <laughs> no, no, but no, seriously. I, I like, the thing I liked about I watched it because I wanted to see if they were going to talk about um, the uh, the first store owners, the black people, the black dude that bought the first franchise. And like, Oh, you're talking about McDonald's? No, bro. No, 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 no. Go coming to America wasn't based on true story. Not based on true story. Somewhat, because the way that nigga did it, the way Ray Kroc did it, was 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 ruthless. But I feel like places that operate, like my job, kind of operates like that in the warehouse part, and I kind of feel like it should it would be important for people to really see. How people like Donald Trump are, like how the the um the culture they come from, you know what I mean? Like being a businessman 
And I really think that that movie did a real good job of you understanding what it means to actually want your business to succeed. And Ray Kroc was the, that he was that dude that was like, hey man, I want to win. Yeah. And at all costs. Like, it, I think it was a line in the movie that he said, he told the original owners of McDonald's, he looked them dead in the eyes and said, hey man, I'm, I'm he basically like, I want to win. Like, this is, this is business. And you guys are too nice. I'm the type of guy that if I see my competitor or my competitor over there drowning, I'm gonna stick a water hose in his mouth. I'm done, done, killing and, him. And then he looked at him and said, "Could you do that?" And the original owner of McDonald's was like, "I wouldn't want to." He was like, hey, "That's why. That, that's why I, I, I've taken over. I'm the captain now." Because <laughs> the people that McDonald's are named after, they they they, 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 they 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 went out of business in in, in the sixties. Oh yeah. He said, "Ray Kroc, man." Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, check out Founder, man. Like, if you really just want to watch, I know people out there are not really in a documentary like that, but if you can, you know, get on there and watch Founder, go ahead. I, I watch Founder instead of watching John Wick because I end up, you know, doing the in house thing, but whatever. Yeah. You, you, you'll get out there because you have all this free I got, time to watch movies. I got John Wick and um, A Cure for Wellness coming up. Those are two movies I'm watching this week. I'm going to watch them. I, I, I might catch John Wick. But um, anyway, you can get back to what you're going to oh. Do you have you noticed that people like to disrupt happiness? Like I just disrupted yours. No, I mean I, I wasn't happy, but you know I was I was in a, I was in a groove. Yeah, smiley. I was in a groove. <laughs> you know, is. you know. People disrupt happiness because they have nothing. How do I say? People like drama. I, I was I was just about to say that people thrive off drama. People when everything is drama. going well, you got to kick some you got to kick some dust up. That's why that's why people like soap operas. That's why people watch reality TV now because it, it kind of brings spice to that boring life. Because real talk, though. If you, if you watched um, The Real World and they didn't fight, you probably wouldn't watch it. Exactly. If you if they, if, they didn't, if they didn't fight in making the band, you probably wouldn't have watched it. it prime, yeah, Jerry Springer, prime example. If you, if, if you watch Maury and he wanted to be the daddy and he was the daddy every single time, it'd be boring. It'd be boring. Because in all honesty, a lot of that stuff is fabricated because life is boring for the most part. And what's wrong with boring? Nothing's wrong with boring when it comes to being safe and you know being you know you know living a life that's healthy. You know, because once again, I mean, I can't. I feel like when people are doing things that are hella normal to me, and I'm trying to bring some spice to my life in a positive way, I don't want to be around somebody like that because it's boring. But for the most part, your well-being and being healthy and being cool and calm and collective that could be perceived as boring, but at the same time, I mean, it is what it is. Life is kind of boring. But everybody has their individual way of having fun. You know what I'm saying? But And then people's individual way of having fun. It's disrupting it's happiness. Disrupt happiness. <laughs> let me kick let me cause some drama. Like like you see those those memes where it's like, hmm, he haven't messed up in a while. And then you got Miss Piggy's like, bring up some old shit. Exactly. <laughs> like going going to your people file and bring up really some old shit. They really do that. Male and female. They really do that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a sickness. Because we all know that the the mind latches on to bad memories more than good memories. Absolutely, you know. Like, and, how often do you write a good review of a restaurant compared to if they mess something up and you get out there and write a bad? Boy, be turned up when he gets some bad service. What? I'm, I'm telling everybody. I'm, I'm on going Yelp. To Yelp. I'm on Google. Everybody finna know that they put onions on my and I didn't want those and onions. I told them specifically I didn't want this tartar sauce. Like it be yeah. it be real like and that. People get out there, but it, it's hard for them to get five stars. That's why when I see five stars, I automatically think, man, that nigga worked there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't trust it. Wait, that nigga worked there. Let me go read it. That's what I do. I go read the reviews. I read the bad ones cause, so I can say, oh, well, that's not that bad. Oh, yeah, that's not that bad. Oh, yeah, I can, I can live with that. Yeah, like, if, yeah. that, if that happened to me, I'd be all right. Uh, what you got? Like, what you got? Uh, Desiderius Erasmus. He's a Dutch philosopher. You might have heard of him. Is that is that what you sent me? Told me to remind you about? <laughs> no, I definitely didn't read. No, he's he's a he's a Dutch philosopher. That quote he his, he he's famous for saying, "We're all idiots." Okay. Embrace it, and that doesn't mean that literal. And like I don't mean in a literal sense, meaning that we're all idiots. But I was reading that, and I I read that, and I was just like I, I was I'm looking at the world around me, and I'm just like, there's so many people out there that just think that they're hella fucking smart. Like, I know I'm not smart. Like, I know I'm, I'm, I'm of, of average intelligence, and I seek to know things because I want to know them. 
And there are people. I'm gonna like, stop you right there because I took the IQ test and I'm slightly oh, above average. But going back to what you're talking about. <laughs> so when I read that, it kind of hit home, and I was sitting there and I, and I and I was I was reading it on a blog site, and as I was reading, one of the things that he because he he's a humanist, he's a Christian humanist, and one of the things that he brought up, well, people was kind of arguing, saying that it was easy to debate the fact that we're not all idiots, and then it was like. Somebody countered him was like, well, even if you were an idiot, you wouldn't want to admit it. Just like a bad person wouldn't want to admit that they're bad. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I had to, I had to log on. I was like, it's getting too, <laughs> it's getting <laughs> too real. <laughs> Start hitting close homes. Like, like, I, I got to like, get out of here. Talk, man, because there's a lot of people out there. I mean, we're dealing with them right now. We got we got terrorists of all creeds. We got Muslim terrorists. We got homeland white terrorists. We got black on black crime, which is, which is homeland terrorism as well going on in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those people... They swear to something that they feel is right, and they don't think that they're bad. Like even though I I would sit here and do the interview with the bad guy, I don't literally think I'm a bad person. Yeah. Because like, I think that nobody. I, I just I don't I don't see that. Like there's a method to your madness, a exactly. justification for your cause. Exactly, and it's like, come on, you know. And and I just I just laugh at the fact that, you know, we live in a society where people just can't accept the certain realities about themselves. Like, it's, ooh, yeah. ooh. Say that one more time. People can't accept the certain realities about themselves. And we're stupid to some things. We're ignorant to some things. We're bad at things. Like me, I, I'm not good with my hands. I can't cut hair. But I, I got I got hands, though. <laughs> I can throw them. I can't <laughs> you know cut with them, but I can throw you know, them. And there's females out there that, that probably feel bad because they can't cook. But they can do other things. And like they, and the fact that they can't cook, they'll probably try to hide it behind the fact that they do something else better and blah, blah. And they'll try trying to boast and start trying to, you know... Cover it up, but it's like, nah, man, just accept it. You you can't cook. You you're can't not you're not hair. gonna be the cook. You can't cut a yard. Which means which means when you ask a man how's he gonna involve me, and he tells you I'm gonna he's teach, gonna you, how to teach you how to cook, you might want to hang around that gentleman. But guess what? It's so many people out there that can't accept their reality that they may hide that the fact that they can't cook, the can't, the fact that they may they may gossip a lot. Because like me, that's one thing I hate the most. I, I hate females that gossip all the time. But at the same time, I'm not gonna shun them for gossiping. I'll let them know I'm not a fan of gossiping. And if that's something that they do, it's a good chance that they're not going to admit that they gossip. Because it's, it's hard. It's something hard to do because gossip comes with, some, with such a negative stigma. But in all honesty, gossip is necessary. I've, I've, I've dated a girl that all the only conversations we had was about gossip. Like, it would be her talking to, about somebody else. That mm-hmm. was the only conversations we had. And then I've also found myself to be in a trend where I would always be tell, oh, well, telling telling the girl I'm talking to, well, I tell her about this person, and then I tell her about that person. And I'm like, damn, now I'm basically a gossip. And then it'd get back to me, and those, those paths would cross, and something would be said. I was like, well, damn, I didn't tell you that. I only told Jay that. I was like, oh, shit, I need to start biting my tongue more. Like, you, you get that realization. Some people change. Some people just stay the path. You got it. It takes a while to know who you're of. How do I say who your treasure box is? Like you can put information into them and then you could lock it and you're good. It takes a while because for me, I don't know a lot of people I can just tell some shit to. Well, dudes, yeah, I can, but on the female side, it's kind of hard. Some like, dudes, some dudes. I know, can. I know, I know. It's kind of hard, but on the female side, you know, I, I I tend to be skeptical about who I tell information to because when 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 females get bored, and I've seen this many times. And they ain't got nothing to talk about. Oh, you know well. Oh man, here you go. And and, and and that's a that's culture. And on the next episode, I really want to get into culture. Okay. Because um, culture or culture vultures. Culture, because as I call him a culture vulture, people may not understand. Like, well, how does he how does he take someone's culture? What's culture? Mm-hmm. And, and the one the one thing I'm gonna finish with because we we about reaching that time to say. That's what you. No, I'm just saying. You know, like, I, I'm hungry. I got things okay, to do. Okay, okay. Touche, touche. Got a got a got a gym to go to. Oh yeah, I might go to one of those sometime this year. I may not go, man. My ankle is really bothering me. But anyways, getting, I'm getting old, bro. You are. Yeah. Damn. But uh, as far as culture goes, I remember like 15, 20 years ago. Like if I'm if I'm out and I see a dude from New Orleans, I can recognize he's from New Orleans because I I see his his essence, his culture. But nowadays, it's like, it's the whole nation is such a melting pot. I don't recognize culture anymore. And I just feel like that's something that we can divulge on next time. Okay. Words of advice? Uh, my words of advice come from, actually comes from a conversation you and I had earlier this week, or was it last week sometime, um, when I made the reference to the Jay-Z lyric where he said, 
to to be Bobby Brown then, you have to be Bobby Brown now. Yeah. And it just says, you know, you see the you see the high points in people's lives. You see these quote unquote relationship goals with people. You see these job goals that people got. You know, he got the the nice job in the Bentley now, and she got the husband and the kids now. But to be those persons, these these people now, you got to be those people when. They were working at McDonald's and flipping burgers, and they had their first job at a grocery store, or they were struggling going to night school, or she actually had this baby from a from another husband, and she had to struggle with him before she found her true love or whatever. Or these relationship goals where, yeah, they might be happy now, but he used to cheat on her, and he used to beat on her. You know, you don't know the backstories of these people's lives. So before you put them on this pedestal and consider them to be what you want, you want to eventually end up with the relationship, the job situation, or whatever, what have you, that you eventually want to end up with. You might want to take a step back and be like, "Damn, I don't know what they had to go through to get there," and try yeah. to focus on yourself rather than trying to set these lofty goals that somebody else had. Like to be pregnant with Beyonce, to be Beyonce pregnant with twins. Now you had to go through lemonade. You had to go through the rumors. You had to go in that elevator. That's true. Are you willing to get in that elevator to get there? True. That's real. That's real. That's real deep, man. I don't think I can swim in that. I told you I came prepared. You really did. I came and did my motherfucking job, man. Wow. Uh, I don't. I don't even know how to follow that up. Um, I'll just say um, body positivity, in my opinion, promotes laziness. I'm going to say this one more time because I'm coming from the health tip. Body positivity in somewhat can promote laziness. And I say this because I see body positivity as a cop-out. I feel like everybody should thrive to be healthier. And there is no true correlation. There is a correlation between being fat and being unhealthy. But you can also be a big person that is healthy. But you need to recognize if you are that person. If you recognize that you are not that person, then that's something that should be checked. Because I feel like every human being on this earth, whether they believe in God or not, your body is a temple and you should take care of it. And if you're if you're one of those people promoting body positivity, Lady Gaga sparked this Super Bowl. If you're one of those people and Lady Gaga's body is 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 cool to me. You know what I'm saying? Because she looks like that's yeah. She looks like a, a good. She she actually is is above average, if you ask me. Exactly. So when I look, I don't at even it, know how you shame that body. It, I don't either. But that's the thing, though. Like that's the shaming. That's retarded. And I'm not shaming anybody that's chubby. And shaming anybody that's thick. I'm shaming people that feel like they're gonna promote body positivity as a means of saying, you know what, girl, eat that cheeseburger, drink that milkshake. No, don't do that. You know, like, look at understanding what you're eating. Seven times out of ten, it's probably poisoning you, and it's probably limiting your lifespan. So, I'm gonna say this one more time. I feel like promoting body positivity is laziness when it promotes an unhealthy lifestyle. That's all. I don't. I mean, take it how you want to take it, but I feel like it's necessary to be said. And a lot of people, you can you can be big and healthy. You can be big and healthy. You can you be sure skinny can. and unhealthy. Because so many people are thriving for these miraculous bodies that aren't realistic. That they feel like, you know what, fuck it, I'm finna give up. Because I there's no way in the world I'm ever gonna have a Megan Good type of body. Or I'm gonna be shaped like Taraji. Well, guess what? A lot of them be having corsets on. A lot of them be having, you know, t- tummy tucks and stuff. But at the end of the day, they're probably at least healthy. Meaning what they're taking into their temple is healthy and it's promoting a healthy vital system. That's, right. that's my words. You got anything else? Uh, and you know the uh, the outro, um, Eddie, you know Eddie Raymond, Redman, you know played Stephen Hawking. You know he got an uh, Oscar for that. Really? I didn't know that. I thought he got an Oscar for when he played the uh, the the transvestite or the or the or the crossdresser in a movie. Oh. That nigga acts asshole. Yeah. But he got a, he got an Oscar for for the outro. Oh. Which is real. We, we, we were talking about the Grammys and Oscars. Just to throw it out there. Throw it out there. Useless information that you yeah, just got. But no, but he, he's a good actor, man. Check out uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Fight Him. All right. J.K. Rowling. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. 
There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?